What's up, everybody? This is Brian Wilson, host of Life Unraveled podcast, and I will be bringing you our very first episode of History Unraveled today. I'm going to be talking about some stuff that I cover in uh, some college-level courses that I teach and uh, just some different um, <clears throat> lectures and content that I go over and am personally interested in and also enjoy studying. So I'm going to be talking with you about ancient Mesopotamia, particularly the geography of Mesopotamia. The geography is very unique. Um, if you know anything about Mesopotamia, you know that it was once uh, the cradle of a very highly complex and a very diverse, uh, religiously speaking, political, social, every aspect, a very diverse civilization. And the geography in this area and the natural resources greatly affect the way that the people live there. And what is most notable, I think, is how it affected uh, how they got along with one another and uh, how they were able to work together and work um, <clears throat> in accordance with one another to tame a really harsh environment and create some of the world's first known cities as well as uh, many cultural contributions which we still see uh, prevalent in today's uh, society and history. So where is Mesopotamia? Mesopotamia is on the Asian continent. It is in a part of southwestern Asia that we refer to today as the Middle East. It's uniquely situated between Europe, Africa, and Asia. It's right in the middle. That's why we call it the Middle East. Uh, Mesopotamia is located in a very fertile river valley between two rivers. We'll talk more about those in a second. The Tigris and Euphrates River Valley. This area is often called the Fertile Crescent mostly because it's a crescent-shaped piece of land which is very rich in agriculture, very fertile area, and it's an area where some of the first civilizations, uh, such as the Sumerians and the Egyptians, flourished. The Fertile Crescent stretches from the Nile River in Egypt to the Tigris and Euphrates River Valley in present-day Iraq. It also includes parts of Israel, Lebanon, Jordan, and Syria. It's thought that the first human beings established small settlements in Mesopotamia during the Paleolithic era, which is the old Stone Age. Speculations that this occurred around 14,000 BC. Eventually, we think the Mesopotamians developed farming techniques uh, and began to advance from this point and harness uh, and control the power that was presented by the two rivers. Rich and fertile soil deposited by these two rivers allows for this evolution of agricultural communities to develop in the area. Mesopotamia literally translates to the land between the rivers. That's due to its situation between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. These two rivers flooded violently and unpredictably, unpredictably but also irrigated the region and provided rich deposits of extremely fertile soil. In comparison, the Nile in Egypt, floods were much more gentle, regular, predictable, and came about every September. Whereas in Mesopotamia, you have like a three-month span, and there's no idea when the flood might come that particular year, um, and it's very hard to predict when you need to do your planting uh, and when you need to do uh, harvesting and so on. The distance between the Tigris and Euphrates uh, rivers 
depending on where you are in Mesopotamia, varies from 25 miles to 250 miles apart. So that's sort of the uh, distance between these two rivers uh, that people are settling and inhabiting. Settlers were attracted to the rich fertile soil and also large numbers of fish found in the Tigris and Euphrates. In this river valley, the, the wind blows downstream, which makes transportation very easy, but handicaps merchants because they're unable to use a sail to travel back upstreams like uh, we see in the Nile in Egypt. Waterways were very important for survival, farming, and shipping. Also, one thing about our area of the two rivers is that Mesopotamia is full of a very uh, fatal type of malaria that is known in the ancient world as Babylonian swamp fever. In northern Mesopotamia, you're going to find rolling hills and plains, which eventually turn into the massive Zagros mountain range. Conditions in southern Mesopotamia are desert-like and consist mostly of lowlands and marshy, wide, flat, barren plains with very few natural resources. It's for this reason that trading contact with outside groups was very important for southerners. In the extreme south, the Tigris and Euphrates unite and empty into the Persian Gulf. There are two major mountain ranges in the region which provide natural resources uh, for settlers in this river valley, uh, as well as rainfall for the rivers. And we'll kind of go into that. The Zagros, which I mentioned previously, is located in the northeast of Mesopotamia, in the Taurus Mountains in the northwest. The Zagros are situated in present-day Iraq, Iran, and Turkey. This range runs from east to west. These mountains provide seasonal rainfall that early agricultural societies used to water their crops before irrigation techniques were thought to have been used by Mesopotamians. We see the Zagros also providing timber, metal, and stone used for trade and building materials in the river valley. There are no forests in the region until you reach the Zagros Mountains. That's why it's important that these building materials and natural resources were imported from this mountain range. The Taurus Mountains are located above the Mediterranean in modern-day Turkey. This range is the source of water for the Euphrates and Tigris rivers. Melting snows and seasonal rainfall would provide the rivers and streams runoff and create flooding which would swell the rivers and carry soil and silt to the floodplain. Water overflows onto a floodplain and this is an area of flat land which borders the riverbanks. The deposits of soil and silt made this land fertile enough for agriculture and these are the conditions that allow Mesopotamians to be <clears throat> farming and developing agricultural techniques in the area. Most of the metals were imported from the Taurus Mountains. Natural resources in the River Valley, you find a lot of mud and clay. Uh, these were building materials that were used for mud bricks. Also, 
you see the development of one of history's first known writing systems with cuneiform, which is a script carved into a damp clay tablet used a lot for economic transactions. Climate in the region, to the west and south of Mesopotamia is the Arabian Desert. This area has a subtropical climate and is a desolate area, which in ancient history is inhabited by tribal pastoral nomads. The area between the rivers has a semi-arid climate. The summers are hot and the area receives less than 10 inches of annual rainfall. The only reason crops grow here is because of the fertile soil and the floodplains. Flooding was violent and unpredictable and usually occurred between April and June. Farmers didn't know when the floods would come, how large they would be, or when the best time to plant their crops would be. So there's periods of drought. This is when river levels are extremely low due to there not being enough snow or rainfall in the mountains and the crops would fail. Irrigation techniques are thought to have been developed in the area around 6,000 BC. Water from the rivers would be funneled by the Mesopotamians uh, to fields via the construction of a canal. So we see Mesopotamians building canals. We also see the construction of dams used to help hold back floodwaters from the Tigris and Euphrates. The few distant mountain ranges and the natural landscape provided minimal protection from outside invasion for the Mesopotamians. The features of the landscape and these geographic factors would bring about a pessimistic feeling about life in Mesopotamian society, which we see echoed in the mythology, religion, and literary traditions of these cultures. Cultures like the Sumerians, the Akkadians, and the Amorites all thrived in Mesopotamia and learned to cooperate and live with one another in a very challenging environment. A review of some of the key terms associated with the geography of the the location that we're talking about being ancient Mesopotamia is that it's referred to as a land between the rivers. It could be found in an area known as the Fertile Crescent. These two rivers we're talking about are the Tigris and Euphrates. This area contains a lot of fatal malaria known as Babylonian swamp fever. The Tigris and Euphrates unite and empty into the Persian Gulf. The two mountain ranges that provide either rainfall or natural resources for the area are the Zagros and Taurus Mountains. You have the Arabian Desert. You also have flooding, floodplains, irrigation techniques, canals, and dams, all being uh, used to control Uh, flooding and floodplains, and we see a lot of effort and cooperation by the Mesopotamians in developing these techniques. You also see a lot of pessimism with these uh, peoples that flourish in this river valley, okay? So that's just a few things about the geography of Mesopotamia. So I'm going to plan on doing several talks on Mesopotamia, uh, Sumerian cultural contributions, mythology. I've got several talks lined out that are 
key points that I get to when I am giving lectures in my college classes or things that I just like learning more about personally. So thanks so much for listening to our first episode of History Unraveled. Um, we're always trying to uh, make the content of what we're putting out on Life Unraveled podcast better in terms of audio, video, etc. So again, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to our channel. And if there are any talks that you would like me to uh, record a uh, lecture over, uh, any topics you would like me to cover, let me know. Uh, let me know in the comments. Send me a message. Uh, get a hold of me somehow. And uh, we'll keep you guys updated with some big things we have going on for the podcast with sponsors and website and some other developments we're making. Thank you.